0: I'm Sandy and I'm Amy. We're two women taking on life's questions as posed by our listeners. In this podcast we're channeling over 10 decades of life experience to tackle the probing questions and issues by first recognizing the real and life situations
1: while we also pursue the ideal in the conversations. Thanks for joining us and if you like our podcast, please share, rate review so others can listen in. Now, to our conversation.
0: Welcome. Good morning. And I'm excited about this conversation today and the podcast about the truth. And there's there's like, you know, we honor the truth. It's very important, but sometimes there's white lies that come in and sometimes there's big lies that come in. So good morning, Sandy. How are you? Good
1: morning. I am good. And I agree. Sometimes the the truth hurts. You know, that's the truth hurts sometimes. But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to this discussion. Hey, one thing, Amy, before I forget, just for our listeners, I've had people reach out to me and say, hey, you've asked us to rate and review. How do we do that? And I found out that in Spotify, there actually isn't an option for rating and reviewing But I tell you, we would love your feedback. If you listen on Spotify, we love questions, feedback, and you can find all kinds of links to find us on social media. um, And it will give you our Gmail address as well. But if you are in Apple, uh, go to the, don't go to an episode, but go to the show, the listing. And on the very bottom, after it lists everything out, you can rate and review down there. And we are most appreciative for any feedback. So there's my my little output, because I, uh, I answered a couple of questions. I thought, well, if two people asked me, I should probably tell everyone,
0: you know, that's great. And I'm just going to put a little plug in there for sending us questions, Yes, sending us questions, sending us topic ideas, because we're talking about a lot of things that are coming up in our lives and conversations that we're having amongst friends and family and things like that. But, um, you know, take us out of our box. If you have something going on and you want us to, uh, you know, ponder it (laughs) and try to try to tap into, um, some of our experiences, you know, it would be fun to hear other questions. So I encourage the, the sending in notes and asking us things for topics and what you want us to discuss.
1: And that's the truth. That is the truth. That is the truth.
0: (laughs) I do very good (laughs) way to tie that in um so I was doing a little research on this you know me I love to find a good article that asks some questions and and one of the things that they one of the sentences that caught my attention was we all think we have secrets and actually they have us oh that's good I like that I know isn't that it made me it made me think through, uh, you know, I've got secrets and I'm not revealing my secrets (laughs) on this podcast. (laughs) I'm not going to put it out there.
1: (laughs) Get me going and I probably will.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But you know, those are, there are some things that are always in the back of my mind. And she kind of came to this, this summary in this article of um, those things are things that were creating her Um, her tension, her crabbiness, like those things that were weighing her down and her approach to some relationships because she was keeping these secrets. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was interesting.
1: And that's back to how we come come to this from different perspectives. The article is from an inward perspective about how it affects the person keeping the secret. Whereas my head has been spinning over the person receiving it if they need to know the truth, you know, truth versus secret and when 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 the truth matters and when it doesn't. So I love looking at it from both perspectives because truth versus secret are, you know, two different perspectives, the inward and the outward.
0: Right. Right. Well put. Very well put. Um, so one of the things she talked about was white lies. You know, we all tell the white lies. Oh, yeah, I've read that book oh yeah, you know, and, and she started trying to catch herself. She said she gave herself a 15 minute grace period of catching herself and admitting like that. Oh no, I, I was mistaken. I haven't read that book, you know, so that she wasn't carrying around those white lies in her mind, which I thought that was kind of good to call yourself on it. Mm -hmm. Um, But then she, in this article, she started talking about uh, those lies we take to the grave. And um, those are the things that that might be heavy for us, but they can also be hurtful for other people. And I'm just going to give an example. And this is kind of a big, this happened in our family a couple of years ago. My dad passed away 16 years ago. All right. So, my brother did 23 and me, and come to find out, we have a half brother. Okay. Really? Yes. Okay. So, this is a big secret. Like, had to do a little digging, had to tell my mom because we knew as children, or the siblings, we all knew, but she had no idea this was a secret and i'm sharing this story because secrets come out Mm -hmm. and if secrets are hurtful to other people this secret um you know my dad we held him up on a pedestal and but what happened because of this is we realized he was a very real person he made mistakes you know and so anyway the gist of the story is big secrets do come out and if they're going to hurt somebody sometimes it's better to hurt them in person than in when you're gone
1: because
0: if you had to do it all
1: over again would you have told your mother
0: um yes because i don't think we could have kept this secret because um there's there's a communication between this half brother cause he connected with my brother mm-hmm. and um, there's, you know, there's a whole story to it and it fits into our story too, because there's some things that happened through our time, through my childhood that were like, oh, now this all makes sense. You know, the, well, we moved away from a town where this had happened and it was kind of like, why did we move then? Like we, we never put that all together. And it was that my dad gotten another job, but now we know why he pursued
1: another job and got away. And back to conversations have a lot of meaning behind them. You bring this up, my mom and I, in fact, we get tearful about it. Um, we spent last year, back same thing, 23 and me, I had someone contact me and this was, um, we were actually cousins like twice removed. It was like great grandparents were brothers, but he would reach out to anyone uh, that he came in contact with because he was trying to find his biological father. He found his biological mother and she shunned him. And my mother is a big uh, genie, does all the genealogy. And so we spent all year working with him to help him find his biological father. And we become very good friends with him and you know we'll exchange texts, what have you. And there's a lot of great that came out of it, but there was also some strife in thinking, are we doing the right thing by we're helping him uncover the truth? This could have a really bad ending. What if the same thing happens? And it actually had a nice ending to it and a lot of serendipity. And but you know, it, it was a challenge, Amy, because back to truth. So I was the one instigator to help find all this, or my mother was. I would say she's the best CSI agent, but it was back to truth, you know, and your story falls in that too. Truth is hard, but. I came here's where I came to it we were helping him and DNA is DNA it is what it is right nobody was seeking to throw somebody under the bus it truth comes out in different ways who would have thought 20 years ago that people would be giving for Christmas DNA tests and we'd be able to find Right. right? right the truth is the truth it is there you know maybe we helped it along and, and not that I want to go to the real of situations, but I think the real is we all have stories and we all have secrets and we all have things that maybe we're not proud of, but if we let them be part of our story and let them help us be a better person, I, you know, it's back to, I again, I'm kind of vacillating back and forth. I have no regrets on helping this gentleman out. And like I said, my mom and I, it was a bonding thing for us because we really got to know him and understand his journey. And then we actually got to understand the father's journey a bit too. Uh, it, and there were a lot of, I don't believe, I think everything in life isn't just a coincidence. Things are made to interchange and they're not always the most beautiful thing in the world or the easiest thing. And there were a lot of uh, interplays that came, kind of like how you said, all of a sudden your mind was working and you're trying to dissect the truth. When when the yeah. truth is new, isn't it interesting how the brain is trying to put it all together too?
0: Right. Oh yes. The hindsight of, oh, now this makes sense. Now this makes, I'm just going to say, you know, in this learning this, um, it was very hurtful for my mom, but I will tell you, it was a big reflection on my childhood of you know, my dad dedicated every weekend to us. Like we were out camping, we were boating, we were, he, he submerged, like he was in our family, like in it. And so I think for him, that was like a a choice. He was like, all right, I've made this mistake. I need to step away and I need to go all in on my family and protect my family. Cause you know, so because he knew uh, he knew about it but he just he just didn't share um so you know my mom reflects different about it of course i know i would if i were in her situation but as the child i think we um we came out ahead now i will say this uh it's hard to balance the the integrity of our father and the words when we didn't know the whole story. And so it, you know, there was finding this balance. So anyway.
1: So Amy, a question though, I have back to our, you know, going back to the topic, truth hurts. Would you have preferred now in hindsight that he would have, that he would have told the absolute truth to your mother and to everyone at that time? Or do you think it played out better? Is there ever in this situation, if you could have a magic wand, would you have changed the truth earlier rather than later?
0: Um, you know, I don't know. So, see, that's a tough question because I don't know what would have happened. You know, my parents could have split up, and we could have gone on a completely different journey, and may not have had that relationship. Um, I. I, I don't know. I, I don't know, but I will say not telling the truth at the time hurt a lot of people. You know, my uh half brother, I know he's very hurt. And then um and my mom. So those two are the two victims in it, I would say they're the ones who are really hurt. So, so how, know, do how do we
1: decipher? How do we decipher? You know, George yeah. Washington made it so easy when he said it was my axe that got the cherry tree. And it's so easy and noble to say, you must always tell the truth. But,
0: <laughs> right. but if it really hurts, right. but it's also balancing knowing that the truth will come out. I, I, I mean, I am a true believer that the truth will come out if, if there's... Um, if there's, some, if there's evidence around <laughs> the truth will come out.
1: <laughs> and you know, that's, we, we started with a really hard one. I'll give an easier one when, um, cause we'll go back to parenting. So let's just dissect this a little bit. So my story I always think about is, and I think a lot of people have similar type stories. We had a cat named Rambo um, that was Grant's cat uh, when he was probably eight years old and the cat got up on 168th street and the neighbor told me that they found the cat dead up on 168th street so guess what I told girl well before this happened Grant and I made signs we put them all over the neighborhood he was devastated oh I told him that the cat was probably sitting on a little old lady even when I knew the cat was dead that the cat was sitting on a little old lady's lap and the humane society found the cat and the cat was so happy and everybody lived happily ever after and I thought I was the mother of the year and Garrett, because my good old talk about truth serum husband, because I think he always tells the truth, even when it hurts, I would tell you hundred percent of the time. And now that I reflect, I would tell you it's a trait that I really admire in him, even though it hurts sometimes, but he challenged me on it. And he said, why will you not tell this child? his cat died. It's okay for him to know cats die bad stuff. You can't protect him for every bad thing that happens in life. Why are you lying to him? And when he said lie, it kind of brought out, I thought I was doing this noble act. And I remember that night I told Grant, Grant, I have to tell you something. And there were some tears and he just, you know, he accepted it. And I thought on reflection, it's like, why was my knee jerk reaction to tell a lie? Because in my mind, that lie was, I I made up an an untruth that felt better, right? Because really, why do people not tell the truth? Because it feels bad. Right. They don't want to hurt somebody. So have you ever have you lied to your kids on things like that? That you can think. Oh my gosh. Yes. (laughs) I'm sure I have. You you didn't make the team. It had nothing to do with your ability. It had to do with this because they blah, blah, blah. You know, make yeah. Right.
0: Right. Two missed positivities here. Well, and I just kind of think of uh, all the holidays and all the, you know, oh, we have a birthday fairy that comes to visit. And for years I lied, you know, oh, we call because the birthday fairy doesn't visit everybody. So we call the birthday fairy and we request them come and decorate your room. So that's like a thing. And my kids believed it for years up until... Just like two years ago, my youngest was awake in the middle of the night while we were decorating his room. And he was like, Will you guys hurry up? I want to go to sleep. And no. I'm like, I am serious. He was like 15 or 16. So it we were way over this, but my girls made us keep doing it. They were like, Yeah, we know, but keep doing it. Anyway, that's very finally said, I'm like, I'm done. Birthday fairies done. <laughs>
1: It, maybe one way to dissect. It's so easy to say the truth is the best lying. Oh, it's horrible! But there's two different kinds of truth. There's truth versus lying or secrets when the motive is impure, right? Yeah. That you're doing it for yourself. I want self-preservation. to look better. Self preservation. Yeah. And the, the 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 examples we gave were to hide the truth because you don't want to hurt someone. In your dad's case, he went all over for his family because he wanted to make it better, but he he made it, it sounds like he made a decision to rectify his wrong the best he could without trying to hurt other people. And there's no good answer to that. But this right. is the tough part. The tough yeah. part is when the truth is not self-preservation. And I love that, those words. It's when it's, you think you're trying to preserve someone else and somebody you, somebody you love or respects feelings. And that's the tough part of what's the right answer. And maybe what's, what's the guiding point. Did the, did the article you looked at Amy or read, give any guidance on that decision-making process of, do you always tell the truth? Do you, you know, my gut tells me that it should be to go for the truth and be the Garrett Brucker but then the other side is I'm thinking through things like you're talking about where do you keep them as your secrets?
0: Right. Oh, the exercise that she recommended was um, what, what if you had to make a list of all of your lies from the past and then the list of people with whom you'd be frightened to share them? And she said going through that exercise and that, that's your wall. And if you can tear down that wall and then you'll feel the lightness, the freedom, and your, that, that weight will go away. So she (laughs) actually, she recommended getting, you know, letting go and sharing, like telling the truth, getting it out there. Um, I, I, you know, I will say this. I think when you tell the truth, you empower others to make choices on how they want to handle it. And I think the big thing is the fear. What is somebody going to think of me? What? How is that going to change our relationship? And But the truth is the relationship's already changed because of whatever you did and whatever you're keeping from them, because there's not this this authentic relationship happening anymore.
1: And you're carrying yeah. that burden.
0: Right. We all right. know
1: what that burden feels like.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I will say this though, we, you know, my family, we have lots of secrets because we don't like to tell each other bad things. That's I'm. Right. That's what I decided. We don't like to share bad stuff. <laughs> and so we just don't talk about it. And so, um, you know, I have a couple of aunts who had children when they were really young and gave them up for adoption and they are part of our family. Now they've reconnected and they're, you know, they're, they came to our last family reunions and our last one, and it was so fun meeting them. And one of them is the spitting image of her mother. So it's kind of fun to see her. Um, but I will tell you, one of them I knew about because it was like a constant conversation. I think my one aunt Peggy, she was a very, um, very open about it and talked about it, but my other aunt um, wasn't as much, at least not that I knew of. And not until I was like in my mid twenties and I was visiting her one time and she had a picture of her daughter on the wall, and she was like, "Oh, this is my daughter that I gave up for adoption," you know. And I was like, "I never knew that." And it was very interesting to me that my mom had never shared it with me, but then I also reflect on that. And I'm like, she would have been sharing someone else's story right. that maybe wasn't hers to share. So, you know, my aunt shared it with me and it was great, but it kind of was like, oh, that's interesting. My mom never told me that.
1: Right. And, and you know, I'm sitting here thinking of the phrase or the, that comes up, with secrets are never good. And I think there's a lot of truth to that. I'm, you're, I'm, I'm going to give a, opposite situation. And that is, um, when I was going through my divorce, I knew there were a lot of things I didn't know about. And even early on, and here's my point, Amy, we all, I know I have it. I know you have it. I know a lot of people have it. I call it the bullshit meter. So whether it's in a friendship, it could be a work relationship, your old bullshit meter goes off and you know, something's not true. Do you know how much time is wasted by the brain trying to figure out what, and you make up stories. I mean, there's just no, I'm sure your mom probably had some form of a bullshit meter going off and you know how we either look the other way, but that stays in you when you're trying to unwind secrets. Because usually if you really go back, you could go back, you, that there's something that you knew wasn't right. And that is can come between any kind of a relationship because it causes distrust. Right. Right. Cause most of the time, the other person isn't completely baffled, you know, usually, it, but they're trying to figure out what it is. Right. And right. Have you had that situation? I have yeah. spent so much time trying to unwind and figure out the truth. And then sometimes I figure it's happened with my kids. And then I hear the truth. It's like, that wasn't that big of a deal. I had thought it was this, 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 and this. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, um, this is a hard topic I think just you know and I'm just thinking through secrets in my mind that I have that and are they holding me back I don't think so you know they're way back pre everything and I was like I don't that's not holding me back but you know then I love, I mean,
1: that's a great way to look at it Amy is maybe ask yourself is it holding me back is it holding a relationship back is it is it yeah there's one thing to be on your deathbed and want to ask because there's certain things I've done in my past that I, you know, it's okay to ask for forgiveness or say, "Oh my gosh, I wish I wouldn't have done that." That's different than telling a secret. I really like that approach of asking yourself: Is it holding me back? Is it impacting a relationship I have in my life? Will will it have a positive outcome by coming clean? You know, is there a suspicion that's there? But thinking right. through it that way, I like
0: that's that language. Great, yeah. I think that's, yeah, I do too. I think that's a good perspective of it. If it's holding you back, if it's holding the relationship. Holding the
1: other person back, like with Grant, you know, Garrett's point was he needs to understand that cats die and you can't shield him from death. Yeah. Right? It's okay to tell him the truth. It's good for him to hear the truth on some things. And if he finds out that the cat was dead from the neighbor and you lied to him, he's not going to trust you.
0: Yeah, with other things, right? Okay, so let's get to our questions. (laughs) Um, How do you best deliver a difficult conversation on a hard truth? Oh my gosh, that's a tough one. Um, Email is super easy and so is text. (laughs) (laughs) I do not recommend those. (laughs) Alan
1: Alden is podcast voice asks, how do you deliver a bad message through uh in person through email or through a carrier pigeon for anybody who remembers the carrier pigeon
0: (laughs) right um I will tell you when my brother um had to he had the conversation with my mom because he was in town and so and he had had the initial contact with our half-brother and um but he reached out to my sister and I, and we talked through it. We're like, "All right, what? How do? How's? What's the best way to approach this? It's gonna hurt. There's not gonna be anything to make this better. It's gonna take some time." Um, so, I will tell you, if you need to do something like that, it probably is good to reach out to somebody for some support. And talk through what are some things, right <laughs> you know, because I think it was helpful for my brother. It was helpful for us to feel some comfort in knowing that um, he was going to handle it, how he was going to handle it, you know. And uh, because it was a tough conversation, and and it, it was it was hard, it was hurtful.
1: I love the concept of uh, talking it through with someone else first, especially when it's a hard conversation. Because sometimes your brain can be spinning on that story, and there's emotion, and it helps ground you a little bit before you do it. And I think it's always in person is a great thing. And don't, yeah. and don't try to tell them how they should feel because that's easy to do. Yeah. Put it out there in a gentle way. Um but sometimes we try to lead, I know I try to lead people mm-hmm. down a path that I'd like them to go with it before they've had time to process it. Maybe that's a second conversation and not the first, yeah. because we all know what it feels like to hear a truth, right? right. And just right. be surprised by it. And you just almost have to process it and think about it and don't, it's kind of like
0: saying, are you okay? Right? Right. Some things right. happen yeah. better in better steps. And the point that you just made, I love about don't tell people how they should process it or how they should react to it. Like that's starting the story. Okay. So I don't want you to worry. And then you say something and immediately it's like, okay, I'm worried (laughs) before you even tell me what it is or, or I don't want you to be upset. And it's like, oh my gosh, what's coming. Like I can feel the anxiety happening. So it's like, don't tell them what to feel before you tell them, like, just let them process it. And I will tell you the one thing with um, our situation was my brother took some time to process it himself so that he wasn't, because this was new information for him too. So he didn't walk into the conversation with my mom raw and, um, and just, you know, exposing all of his initial um, emotions. He was more, he he had gathered his thoughts around the concept and, or that what had, what had transpired, you know, and he was still, uh, it was still hurtful, but it was like, okay, I, I'm in a better oh, place. And he wasn't reactive. I'm just gonna say that. So yeah. even if you like learn something that's that could hurt someone else then you do want to tell and not keep it a secret you know be cautious be yep. be careful go slow don't just jump in and react <laughs> like like you find out the cat died you don't have to like if you're crying and you're upset you don't have to go tell you know your son at that time you can wait and collect your thoughts and say okay what's the best way to give him this information without him seeing all my pain kind of I know,
1: I know we're running low on time, but the only thing I I'm going to add to that is if you're somebody that is carrying a secret that you know is negatively impacting, it would be a great exercise to think through. Amy made a great point on it's probably going to come out. Do you want it to come out your way and out of your mouth? Or do you want it to come out later when you have no control over it? And, and, and everybody's speculating, you know? you can write your own story. And this is part of writing your own story is
0: deciding what truths are gonna to be told and how it's gonna be handled. And so I'm gonna tie that into the, what's the real and ideal of this? Because I think the ideal would be you, you get to tell your story. And if you don't take control of the story, then it's going, it could come out another way. Right, right. Yeah. And the real is we all have secrets.
1: We all have secrets. We all have, the truth hurts a lot for all of us. There's painful things in our past and in our current, (laughs) but the real is too, in most circumstances, the truth is what's going to win out. It's all in how you present it and how you deal with it. Right. Yeah. Very seldom do I think lies, unless it's over something that just doesn't matter. Right. Or meaning that
0: it's way in your past, Right, yeah, yeah. All right. So our wrap question today is: What sport slash team will you follow post football? My poor Chiefs oh. lost. <laughs> it was sad, but you know, it wasn't as painful as thirty years without a Super Bowl. I'm They've just got a great that. future still, Amy. <laughs> it was just not their game. Exactly. So, are you
1: ready to move on from football?
0: Um, I have already moved on. I no. have. Trevor is playing basketball, so I am now a high school, he plays for a rec team, not his high school, but it's kind of fun to watch the boys that are having a good time, and so that's my new sporting,
1: you know, my (laughs) husband, he loves college basketball, and sometimes I'm a fair weather fan, meaning I'm not really a fan, I just love the environment, I love being a part of the whole thing. And I don't yeah. typically even really care who wins, sorry. But he will really be into March Madness this year because of last year it being canceled. And yeah. so I'm just going to play around, play along. I'll do a, I'll do the, yes. uh, what do you call those? The uh, brackets Bracket, and yes. I'll watch the games with them. So I'm going to jump
0: on. Why not? And it's fun to think that we are almost to March. That's exciting. Like I hadn't even switched my brain to that. The other sport I'm going to do a shout out for is college volleyball. Nice love watching college of volleyball so that's a great that's one. So good oh my god my son
1: loves baseball i have one son who absolutely loves baseball and he knows all the stats so it's kind of fun from to hear from him and maybe he's a big cubs fan um hey i might just be a bandwagon fan this year there you go all right all right, all right. All well, candy, thank until you next great week conversation. great conversation goodbye everyone bye